Welcome to New Hope Underground. This episode is entitled Warning Labels and the HOV Lane. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hansen and Tyler Yoakum. Hey, Tyler, how you doing today? Oh, hey, Darren, I'm good. Thanks for asking. I thought uh, I thought you were going to do that siren thing at the start of our episodes. Well, that's pretty short-lived. I found out, uh, kind of like you said before the last episode, that apparently... People's phones don't go off with that siren every time our podcast comes on. I, I was kind really? of hoping that's what would happen, but I don't understand this whole thing. I don't you, you just thought whenever a new podcast was ready that the first part of it would just start playing. You just hear this, whoop, 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 <laughs> you know, which is my inspiration is from Star Trek, the original Star Trek. Yeah. When they have that little red, code red alert or whatever it is that goes off, it sounds kind of sounds like that. So yeah. I, was trying to I, that. I never saw the original Star Trek. My dad's a Trekkie. Gosh, I, you're so young. Uh, I saw the new ones with uh, Chris Pine, right? Yeah, Chris Pine. Now, see the old Star Trek with James T. Kirk, mm-hmm. you know, William Shatner. Yeah. You could guarantee that a couple things were always going to happen every episode. Okay. One is that his shirt would get ripped. Really? Every, almost every episode. Jim he, Kirk's, his shirt would get ripped. And secondly, that they would solve everything within the last five minutes of the show. He's not a, uh, Shatner's not like a buff guy, is oh, he? Oh, he was then. Oh, I mean, he, he was. was kinda, yeah. Yeah, he was like a, he was a. what's that called? A, a babe magnet? Oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> he was a babe magnet and... Until at least until he started putting out albums. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he had albums. Oh my gosh! Really? You ever heard? You need to look up oh. William Shatner. Does the hits or whatever, and what he does, he doesn't sing. He talks. Are you serious? Yeah, That's it's great. hilarious. <laughs> he's got several uh, records out there. He was a he was the Priceline Spock, guy, right? Nimoy. He had the oh, same really? thing. He did uh, like talking to songs. That's so weird. I know. I, I didn't know it was subculture. such a big thing back yeah. then, but you know. Interesting. Well. Now, now we know. So do you like Star Wars and Star Trek? Is that possible? I've heard a lot of people say you can't like both. I don't really like either, which I hope Tyler Shirky doesn't hear this because he might disown me as an employee. Oh, my goodness. But, um, yeah, I'm not I, – I'll sit through Star Wars, um, but I'm not like a – I'm not like a huge fanboy. Like they're they're fine, you know. And this tells you how old I was, but I went to see it in the theater, 1977. Really? Oh, wow. As a kid. That's – so that's pretty cool. But you were only like two years old. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand anything that was going on. But. No, but there's a similar thing with uh, The Office and Scrubs. I don't know if you uh, watch either of those shows, but yeah, um, I've seen both of them. Yeah, but uh, there's a there's people a people say you can't like one. Or, you have to like one or the other. Right. Yeah. Oh. And I've never really was a big fan of Scrubs, but love The Office. See, I was never big. I mean, I've seen quite a bit of The Office, and it's funny and everything. A little, you know, I'm not a big fan though because I watched the uh, original, the British. Oh, the British one. So, so it just like can't compete with. Uh, well, Martin Freeman and yeah, Ricky and Gervais Crook and Ricky Gervais. Yeah, yeah that's pretty fun. Yeah, guys, that's a but, good group of group of people. Anyway. Well, hey, welcome to a new Up Underground hey, where I'm we uh, where we talk about uh, TV shows for 12 hours. I'm Tyler Yoakum. Yeah, and you, a lot of people may not know this, Tyler, but some people have actually said to me, hey, when you guys talk, that's just off cuff, right? No way. We pre-planned all of that. <laughs> yeah, can't you tell how good <laughs> and quality that content was? That- we, we just start, actually, we're already talking. We just turn the mic on. Yeah, literally, you hit record <laughs> in the middle of us having a conversation, I think. We do our own documentary, which everybody will tune in for, I'm sure. Yeah, if, you, uh, if this is your first episode, welcome. If uh, it's not your first episode, you know, welcome as well. It's so, a, it's awesome. It's kind of like New Hope's own soap opera. Yeah, it's going on right now. It's a it's a it's a podcast documentary in the lives of 
the two of us having conversations around <laughs> well, the table. That's exciting. I can't wait to tune in myself. <laughs> I think everyone just decided to stop listening to so our Tyler, podcast. So Tyler, guess what? What's going on? I read another story. No. Yeah, I know. And it's hard to believe. Right as we said this wasn't scripted, I you know. come in with another news story. I know it does sound scripted, but to be honest, I read them for kicks now. I mean, yeah. And it's just for fun. That's awesome. There's a bunch of stories I don't talk about here on the podcast. Yeah, well, I'm glad. Uh, but there is one that uh, that stood out again to me this week. Okay. Which I thought was kind of funny. Well, let's hear it. But there was a guy that got pulled over by the police out in Long Island, out on the highway. Now, you know what an HOV lane is in the cities? Yes, from my time in Arizona, I You know learned. what that stands for? Um, humans in on on vehicles. I don't. I don't know. That's really close. Is it's it? like it's like a high occupancy oh. vehicle or highest oh, occupancy vehicle. You can only be in those lanes if you have two or more people. Right, they're like yep. lanes for that you can go a little quicker. It's but to help encourage people to carpool. Right, it's to promote cleaner. Right, so air you have to have at least two people in the car in order to be in the HOV lane. Right. So there are a lot of people who drive by themselves. They're trying to cut down on the number of cars out on the highway and the pollution. I don't want to. I don't want to call out my wife on having driven in HOV lanes by herself to and from work. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say she's done that, especially if the statute of limitations doesn't really. Well, apparently you can get pulled over for that. Yeah, I and that's what I would tell her. And sh- did she listen? I'm not gonna say. Well, this guy in Long Island got pulled over for being in the HOV lane illegally. Oh, like by himself? But n- not really. This is what's interesting. He dressed up a mannequin and put it in the front seat. No. Because every day to work, he wanted to use the HOV lane. No. And so he had a mannequin, like a hat on and like a flannel shirt and and buckled him into the passenger seat. It's brilliant. That's so brilliant. (laughs) But a a police officer, a very keen-eyed one, uh, noticed that it was a mannequin and pulled him over. and That's so good. You but, can't even be mad about that. Can you imagine driving down the highway and you he's like right next to you? You know how you're like next to a car? Yeah. Well, I can I can attest. Yeah, Phoenix traffic was awful. Even though it was like a, a five-lane highway or interstate or whatever, the HOV lane always moved so fast. And when you're by yourself, you just look over there and you're so jealous because you just you know that if it's you could so be in tempting. that lane, yeah. you could get anywhere you wanted to go so much faster. So I, I don't blame the guy, but <laughs> you think you would have done better. Making I know what you're real. really thinking. You're thinking when you lived in Phoenix, you wish you would have came up with a mannequin idea. I'm, That's what you're really yeah. thinking. If anything, I'm realizing how uncreative I really am <laughs> in this moment. Yeah. I thought it was creative. I thought it was pretty funny. No, that's how do you know, like, was it a big fine or, he, I mean, they it was just really a fine, right? Article. It was just a real short article and they showed a picture of the mannequin. It was really kind of a dummy that he put together. <laughs> like uh, a crash test. Kind it of almost a... looked like one of those Japanese scarecrows that we talked oh. about not so long ago. <laughs> That's great. With a, with a hat. But I just think it'd be funny, like you're driving next to this guy, you look over and you see that mannequin in the front seat. I feel like we should try doing that, even though we don't have HOV lanes here. Just see, <laughs> just put a mannequin in there and dress them up. And maybe well, had, it would prevent people from breaking into your car. I had a friend, no joke, man, lived in one of the small towns nearby. And he would get up in the morning and go to the bathroom by and, and look out the bathroom window. Yeah. And his neighbor next door had a mannequin looking out the window facing him. No, that's the creepiest thing just I've ever heard. Just to freak him out, I think. <laughs> and he, it did. It worked. He's like, I was very nervous. For yeah, that, I guarantee that you there forward. was a camera in that mannequin head. Well, <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so don't, uh, don't drive with mannequins in HOV lanes. Hey, guess what? It is May already, wow. and so it's almost summertime. Do you have any big plans for summertime? Do you, go, do you want to go on any trips or anything? Um, I don't know. So... I mean, I can I can jump into this if you want to. I don't I don't know if you are you taking us somewhere with that question or do you want me to really tell you? 
No, I'm really okay. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm really <laughs> yeah. Curious. Okay. Well, um, so I don't I don't go, like most places. Um, you know, I think I've talked about how I'm panphobic on here, which is the fear of everything. Right. Um, you so, don't like the outdoors. So most places terrify me, especially yeah, places that are outdoors. And my wife, she loves outdoor based vacations, meaning mountains, beaches where the main things you do are outside. So how do you compromise that? Well, I stay home. Um, so my <laughs> wife is... She my, goes on lots of vacations. Yeah, yeah well, my staying. wife is... And, and her mom might be going to the beach this summer. And her, my wife's father and my brother-in-law's might be going on this, like, hunting trip to, like, hunt, like, big, big game. Oh, big game. Yeah, like, big game hunting. Like, mountain lions and stuff like yeah, that. Where there's, like, bears and stuff yeah. in, like, Wyoming or somewhere. I don't know. So they're going on that trip. And so... Basically, I was just like, well, I'll just, you know, stay home because both of those things sound awful to me. And like, I know that there's so many people that love those things. And I'm I'm sure that. No, it's just a personal it's thing. Just I a mean, personal everybody thing. has their diff- different tastes. So that's a long answer to say, do I have any big plans this summer? No, I don't. I've got a feeling you're going to go big game hunting, but it's going to be at the <laughs> Apple store. At the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I uh, if I get my way. Then or maybe I'll like just... the old Nintendo, get that duck hunt thing out, you know. <laughs> Yeah, if I can do any of those things indoors, then <laughs> get a VR headset on, and yeah, so I don't, I don't think so. Um, I think we might go to Texas. There was talk of that, but well, that's cool. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know, not, not really. Well, are you? Hey, everybody, what kind of trip are you doing? We, you know, I'd like to hear about it. Oh, yeah. Maybe call our, uh, call our hotline, tell us something about your trip. I tell you what trip I'm gonna do. Oh, I don't usually do a lot of trips, uh, but my son and I decided we're, we're we've had enough. We're going. We keep talking about it. We don't do it. But we're going to go out to South Dakota to the Badlands and Mount Rushmore. Yeah. And go camping a little bit for a few days. Which just, which son? Uh, Reed. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's a big camper. That's a, you know? That is totally yeah, a Reed He's very thing. outdoors. Yeah. And, but he has, we haven't had a chance to see uh, see that out, out there. And oh, we, my gosh. We really want to go. So you got to make like some really funny videos with him like, I don't know, like observing Mount Rushmore and like commentating on it or something. Like I feel like just off the cuff oh, stuff with him is Stuff's the best. Stuff's going to happen. Yeah. That's all there is to it. <laughs> That's incredible. The New Hope Underground voicemail is 812-783-0373. And I just think it'd be cool if you call in and just give us an idea, like, what are you, what are you doing this summer? And we'd love to hear, like, the most unique trip. Yeah, that would be cool. That, that could be happening. If you're, like, leaving the country or... And, and the coolest one, Darren will pay for the trip. That's what... <laughs> now, here's the thing. If you're listening to us right now, yeah, I'll pay for it. <laughs> I, always get ahead, I always get ahead of myself and I think, no, wait a minute. What was just said wait. right there? <laughs> You're like jumping to the next thing and you're like, oh, wait, Tyler just said that I would pay for this. Tell you what, if you're listening to our voices and you've got an idea of what we're talking about with your vacation, you have an idea right now. Stop. Pause right now. Pull over. Call 812-783-0373. If you're in an HOV lane, maybe don't pull over yet. Yeah, just hand the phone to the mannequin next to you. Exactly. with Tyler stuff with Tyler stuff with Tyler hey stuffers welcome back to stuff with Tyler it's the part of the show where I tell you some stuff I'm officially a stuffer really it took you this is the sixth episode it took well, to I get a, you on board I had to wait out you that's know, I had true to see, how's this going is he, is he consistently bad is there sometimes <laughs> a, a nugget of goodness in there um hey I'm gonna move quick because I know we've our episodes have been getting longer and some people have loved that I, th- I don't know. I haven't heard anything bad, but some people like shorter podcasts, so I don't want to like, you know, drone on and on about stuff and, and be the reason that they're long. So, well, but so kind of by explaining I it right now. I personally love it when you drone on. 
<laughs> I really do. Sorry. Yeah, I'm explaining it by droning on. So anyway, um, but guys, there's a ton of stuff coming up at New Hope. Um, there's a bunch of youth events happening just this time of year where the school is in, school season is ending and we've got summer and all that. There's a lot of stuff coming up, but uh, I just want to run through those real quick and tell you where to find out more information about them. We have um, Youth Dodgeball happening at our Newton campus. Youth Dodgeball. On May 25th, um, and that's for our junior high and high school youth over at our Newton campus. Um, we also have... Um, Welcome sixth graders here at our Effingham campus on welcome May 26th. sixth graders. And welcome freshmen on June 5th out at 180. Welcome ninth graders. Yeah, exactly. High school Six Flags trip on June 8th. Six Flags. And yeah, so there's just a bunch of stuff coming up. And the best place to find out about all of that, including uh, dates and times and deadlines to sign up and all of that, is by going to newhopechurch.cc slash youth. Well, you can't beat that. So easy to remember, newhopechurch.cc slash youth. Um, and we've got an incredible series starting next week. Yes, we do. That is the other cool thing that I'm excited to talk about. We are um, we're done with our series Upside Down. If you're listening to this the week that it comes out, then the week in coming up, we are starting a new series called Gym Class. And that is Gym Class with a J-I, not a G-Y. So Gym Class. Um, and that's just going to take us through this summertime. And there's a really cool element to the series that happens outside of the Sunday morning. Um, we're actually kind of doing a three three prong approach to kind of going through the book of James together, um, along with our Sunday morning sermon. Hence Jim class, Jim class, James. James nicknamed Jim. You think people will get Ooh, that? Step into a slim Jim. <laughs> you think people are going to get that? I don't, I hope people understand. I hope they get that the reference. Otherwise they're like, That's we're, we're explaining it now. Yeah, so all, all everyone, the stuffers get out there and spread the word. The stuffers will understand. So, um, yeah, apart from our Sunday morning sermons, we're actually, um, Darren and Tyler Sturkey are going to be hosting a podcast, a gym class podcast over on our main New Hope podcast channel. So if you aren't subscribed to the New Hope podcast where all of our sermon uploads go, you should go subscribe to that right now. Pause this. Go subscribe. The link's in our show notes. Um, and then every week um, for eight weeks throughout the the series of gym class, they'll be uploading a new um podcast episode every week to go along with that sermon and the devotional, which is the third part of this whole thing, which you can get online at newhopechurch.cc slash gym class. That's slash J I M class. There's a devotional that Darren has wrote. So it's all in house and it's Monday through Friday for all eight weeks. So that's 40 days of devotionals that go along with the sermon and 40 the podcast days of gym class, 40 days of gym class, which is what all of us have always wanted since high school is more gym class. Um, no, so this will be a really cool opportunity just to dig deeper into the book of James, um, with everyone here at new hope. Um, and it's a great kind of, um, addition to just the Sunday morning gathering. And what's great with all this is you can find it in one spot, newhopechurch.cc slash gym class. Yep. You'll find the sermon the podcast, and the devotional for every week right there. That's awesome. And what's what's so great, too, about us as a church going through the book of James is that you can also use it with your groups because a lot of times in the summertime, groups don't necessarily meet as often. Or just for barbecues. Maybe you do, though, and that's yeah. great. But if maybe you get together. Whenever you get together this summer, one thing you can do instead of going through a curriculum or something is just go through talk about what you've been learning through James yeah. together. So that's awesome. That can be a pretty cool thing. And that's stuff with Tyler. Wow, that was short. Yeah. <laughs> the sounding board topic for the day. Warning labels. Welcome Matt S. Jones to the show. Hey, it's time for the sounding board. And what is really, really cool about the sounding board today is I have a friend of mine here, Matt 
Jones. Hey, hey, Matt. Hey, what's happening? And we have like three or four Matt Jones in the church. I'm the best one, though. You're the best Matt Jones. I think so. My mom I call, thinks so. I call you Matt S. Jones. Matt S. Jones? Uh, yeah. Matt's Jones? Yeah. Is your middle name with an S? It is. It is. Stuart. Stuart. Matt yeah. Stuart Jones. So. I'll give you my social if you want. No, no that's all right. Okay. I mean, we, well, we, we might talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome. Glad you're here. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. And just so, I always repeat this. I don't know if I need to repeat it since we've been doing this for quite a while now, but the sounding board basically is I just kind of pitch some wild idea that I have and you just kind of, you're my sounding board and just kind of ask you to like, listen and give me, give me some feedback on what you think of the idea. Right on, man. Sounds good. All right. Well, today it's about warning labels. You know what warning labels are, don't you, man? Oh yeah. Very familiar. Now. I'm the cause for some of them. Are you really? Oh yeah. <laughs> Can you think of a warning label that you have like. Did you see all the time? Um, uh, there's one on my iron that says, do not iron clothes while on your body. <laughs> and Is it like, really on your iron? Yeah, it's I've literally on my iron. Yeah, it's literally on my iron. And uh, I remember looking at that, like, I, I want to be around the person who caused that label to be necessary. Like, yes. You know, like. This who is actually idea. trying to iron their clothes yeah. while they're wearing it? Like, gosh, I have five minutes to get to work. Don't you think you need to loosen up your schedule? Yeah. You, <laughs> you know, like that's where you're going to shave the time off. If you can't, you know? you can't take the time to take off your shirt to iron it, then yeah. something's, something's wrong. But anyway, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh. And I run across uh, several warning labels on things that I think are pretty hilarious. But it, it's kind of that idea, like what you're saying, is someone had to do something yeah. in order to to make people think, hey, we need to put that label on there. There was one I was reading. It was, on, it was a warning label on a wheelbarrow. <laughs> it said, uh, not intended for highway use. Oh, that's what, just what? disappointing. Well, I mean, who's, what, what, I can't even picture, like, the See? situation that would be needed to have a wheelbarrow out on the highway. Growing growing up in Southern Illinois, I can definitely see people <laughs> using a wheelbarrow on a highway, though. So it's more common than I thought. Yeah, I guess. that one doesn't surprise me. I'm like, depends yeah, I on where you that. depends on where you live. Yeah, I just look at it as limiting. Like, oh man, they took away a use of a wheelbarrow. What kind of highway is that anyway? <laughs> it's I mean, I see somebody coming down the exit lane. You're like merging in. <laughs> running as fast as he can, but he doesn't want to tip it over because just got the one wheel on the wheelbarrow. Another one I read was actually on a baby stroller, and it said, oh. remove child before folding. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, you would think that that would be obvious, but well, I guess maybe it's not so obvious I mean, to there, some people. There's also those labels when you go into Walmart, you know, like, don't don't forget children in the car, you know, when you're coming in. So <laughs> it's happened more than once. <laughs> if there's a warning label for it, it means it's happened more than once. How about this one? It was on a Chipotle truck. Oh, it dear. said, notice, drivers do not carry burritos. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that, it's also disappointing because I was thinking of applying for Chipotle driving, but if if I don't get burritos out of the deal, then yeah, that, no that's kind of that kind of shoots a hole in that. Yeah, I mean, there's no point in doing that. It, you know, that that particular warning label reminds me of those warning labels about at the convenience marts where they mm-hmm. say the cashier doesn't hold more than twenty dollars yeah. or whatever. It's like to discourage burglary. Yeah, which I mean, to be fair, like I wouldn't steal money. I would probably hold some up for burritos though. <laughs> um, you know, I feel like but, but drivers don't carry burritos. Well, there's so, no reason to even mess with it. Well, see, Chipotle once again holds the moral high ground because they're preventing me from going into life of burrito theft. There's another one I read <laughs> says uh, it was on a carpenter's drill and said this product not intended to use as a dental drill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, again, can you imagine the scenario? Uh, um, I mean, t- I work for a dental support organization. And uh, I've seen our prices, so I can definitely see someone trying to cut some corners. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, maybe a quick trip to Menards is cheaper than a trip to the dentist. So I can see that one. 
Maybe not for me, but you can see someone trying that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They don't want to pay the bill. No. So just get the old drill out. I mean, dude, I, I got a drill for twelve bucks at Menards. Can and you it works. buy like dental bits? You know, to you, put into your drill. Your well, you can't. A dollar. <laughs> I don't know if they have it now, but a Dollar Tree. They actually had a. Um, it's a toothbrush. Uh, one of those little tiny mirror things and a pick. Yeah. Like a dental pick at Dollar Tree of all places. So I bought like 12 of them and I just kind of randomly put they them on They don't attach test. in your drill though. No, you can't. They? Anything can attach in your drill well, if you're I guess committed you enough. If you're, if you're innovative enough, a little yeah. duct tape and yeah, uh, come on, man. a paint roller. Once again, Southern Illinois. amazing what you can do. <laughs> uh, how about this one? This was a warning label on the bottle of dog medication. Oh dear. Okay. It said, may cause drowsiness. Use care when operating a car. <laughs> Why would you need to put that on there for dog medicine? Is it? Well, do they think people are taking this, or do they think dogs can drive? Which one is it? I mean, maybe it's just like, <laughs> hey, look, your dog is super smart, and you obviously care about it because you you took the time to give it this medicine. So if you're thinking about teaching it to drive, maybe give it a give it a timeout before you know after you take this medicine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just you know covering all the bases. I know, just making sure it's like. Half I really feel like half the reason why some of these labels existed because somebody got sued somewhere over a particular like really weird situation, and so they had to put the label on that's you know sounds oh, weird yeah. to you and me, but apparently normal for others. It's like just sure. so you know, if you want Rex to drive, don't have him take the uh, the because the there was drink. because Rex was driving at some point yeah. and uh, there was trouble. Okay, how about this one? This was a warning label on the box of rat poison. <laughs> okay, okay, warning. Has been found to cause cancer in laboratory mice. <laughs> well, that's that's <laughs> one way to poison the rat. To be fair, I know, but it's like you know, we want you to be, we want you to understand. Even though you're trying to kill the mice, it might be a it slow might, agonizing. It might death. be a slow agonizing. Death. <laughs> maybe if that's not what you were really shooting for when maybe, you bought this. Maybe it's for like the sadistic exterminator who's like, <laughs> I want these rodents to suffer, and exactly. I want their families to suffer. Exactly. I don't still. I think it's hilarious. I mean, why would they put a label? On? I can see like a little rat support group. You know, like, yeah, exactly. like I had some Dextron and it gave me cancer. And I was like, oh, it's okay. Brave man, brave See, man. See, the thing is, you'd think the people that would be upset with it would be upset at the poison part, yeah. not, not just the cancer part. Well, I mean, I don't know. You get poison, it can be pretty quick and painless, but, you know, cancer, yeah, that, that's, a, <laughs> that's a humdinger right there. How about this one? Warning label on a hair dryer. Do not use while sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Darren, you're telling me that you've never... Slept walk in the middle of the night and been like, okay, I need to dry my hair now because I'm very unkempt. If I have, I just don't remember waking up at that point. Yeah, maybe well, there has been a, there have been a couple of times where I woke up with my and I felt like my hair was pretty dry. There you go, looking good. So right maybe there. maybe that had something to do with it. Sleep saloning is what they call it. <laughs> Som, somnambulism <laughs> plus uh, salon care. Now, see, these are just a few warning labels, yeah. Matt. I mean, you know, there's a ton more out there that are just crazy, and some of these things are. You mean you can just get on the internet and find them all over the place, and some of them are hilarious. But you're just trying to figure out like what, uh, kind of like the the one that's on the can of pepper spray that says uh, may t- may irritate your eyes. <laughs> yeah, accurate. that's kind of the point. Of accurate it. That's though, kind of the point, you know. You know, plus and, one it, for accuracy. And if you if you're using it for some other, what other you know application would you be using it for your food well, or something? Like, you, right there, the uh, Chipotle driver. If you had a burrito. <laughs> May spray a little pepper spray on that burrito. There you Give go. it a little kick, you know. He doesn't have any, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, so, so. he's he's suffering, Gosh. but you know. Now, now, see, one thing you need to know about sounding board is that I bring up some of these things. I think they're they're funny, but then I talk about how I think it's kind of a problem. We need to change something, you mm-hmm. know. 
So here we go. Here's my idea. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. Lay it on me. I think we've just gotten to a point in our society where it's a little bit too ridiculous with the way people are paranoid about everything. Okay. Like, that's what leads to these warning labels on everything. Yeah. You can get sued for anything. People are, uh, you know. So here's my idea. You All ready? Right. Lay it on me. When it comes to warning labels, I think we should start over. Okay. Like, re- like. Hit the reset button. Right. Just remove every warning label from everything. Okay. And then just go from there and start <laughs> over and see what happens. Like, like let people experience danger for a while. Yeah. Right on. And maybe we can re-kickstart, re-kind of kickstart our society as not being so paranoid. Well, you know, there, and there, it's I mean, I mean, there may be some accidents. And collateral some damage. It, maybe even death. But the point is. Thin out the numbers. Right. You know. Let's start over again. You know, let's right. bring the long jarts back. Well, and, I'm, uh, I'm down with this platform. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> so what do you think about we just start over? We just, no more warning labels on anything. Well, Darren, I came of the age where we had one slide on the playground, and it was a almost 90-degree uh, sheet of metal <laughs> that was baking in the hot sun all day. Yes, yes. And you would have third-degree burns on your thighs That's as right. well as you don't dare wear, you don't dare wear shorts. cuts. Yes. Um, you know, so... You know, I yeah, I'm I'm all for this because and it built and it built character. In I, you. I am the character I am because of that that the tetanus I received from the <laughs> those rusty metal slides. So we start over, and I'm not saying we shouldn't ever have warning labels again, mm-hmm. but maybe we just kind of start over and try to be more reasonable this yeah. time. Okay, this one we actually need a warning label for. Right, you know? I mean, like yeah. taking the hair dryer into the bathtub. Mm-hmm. I understand that one. Sleeping, yeah. I don't understand so much. No, we've got we've just gone yeah. too far. I, I don't you know, really there understand some... the hair dryer in the bathtub either. I feel like that's kind of an obvious. Don't th- do this. I, yeah, you're no, you're right. But I mean, at the same time, it's like okay, once somebody after we get rid of the labels yeah. and somebody does it, because you know somebody's gonna take yeah. it into the. I just don't understand what the danger is of sleeping person with a with with a hair dryer. But anyway, my point is, is that if we start over, maybe we'll be more reasonable reacting to to some of these things than we are now. Well, I, I agree to this platform. You have my vote. And I'll make a donation to the committee. Uh, should you uh, Thank should you. you form a committee for yes, this? Yes, I, I will. We'll start a GoFundMe <laughs> here soon right. on uh, on just the movement of trying to get rid of warning labels, anti warning labels. Thanks, Matt. Thanks. Hey, it's time for Spotlight, and today my guest on Spotlight is Jonathan Brocious. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, Darren. It's good to see you. Good to see you. Now, Jonathan is the campus pastor at at Newton, at New Hope Newton. Yeah, that has been quite the wild ride for the last three years. I tell you what. It's been there, three years? It's been three years. Can you believe that? It's hard to believe. Yeah. March 20th, we celebrated a three-year anniversary, um, which was kind of crazy because March 19th this past year, we just had our fourth child. So it's just been kind of like, a, you, you caught me on a good day because the baby actually slept last night, got seven That's hours awesome. of sleep all in a row. So it's a good day. Congratulations, by the way, and <laughs> tell everybody. Well, I tell you what, once you just, if you would, just introduce your whole family. Oh my goodness. Well, how long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> how many kids do you got? Man? Well, okay, four. We have four kids. <laughs> um, so there's myself, my name's Jonathan. Then we have my amazing, incredible wife, Johanna. But you have to say when you have four kids, you better say that. She is amazing and she is incredible. I could not do what she does on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> then we have Beth. She's also amazing, incredible. God kind of knew that we'd need like a secretary right away somebody to keep us all 
in line, so he gave us Beth. You know, Johanna. She's the secretary of the (laughs) family. Right, right. She's nine years old. Then we have Emily, (laughs) who's seven. And uh, Johanna always says, you know, God gave me Beth to tell me to get up off the couch and Emily to say, it's okay, we can sit back down. (laughs) So Every kid's so different. Right, I know, I know. And so those are my two girls, which was a world changer for me because I grew up in a family of all boys. And, right. uh, so had no idea what the pink aisle even looked like in Walmart. Barbie is a new concept that I'm still, I feel it, man. I'm still struggling Same with to me. understand I was, that. It's just me and my brother. And then uh, my first kid's a girl. I know just it's, a, it's wow. a world changer, yeah, isn't it? it? Is. You're sitting there and you're like, okay, you want to have a tea party. Just wait until they get older. <laughs> I thought I was ready for Cowboys and Indians, but you yeah. want to, okay. All right. I can do this. I can do this. So anyway, Ben, I'm still on the learning stretch with that. And then, um, Aaron came along. So he's my, he's, he's all boy, man. He's four years old now. Just turned and wait a minute. Yes. Four. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting you do confusing. that still? You have four oh, kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can't. Well, you go Holy through all the cow. names. You call everybody the wrong name and even, oh, the, yeah. even using the dog's name. Uh, it's, it's bad. Yeah, it's yeah. really bad. And then Nathan just joined us and he uh, was born March 19th. Um, and uh, he's doing awesome. So That's Nathan awesome. Dennis is his name. That's great. So we got two and two. It's kind of a, it's kind of a wild ride right now. So, I mean, it's just a lot of things in your life just changing, if you will, in the last three years. Oh, yeah. with the, You know, and you were attending New Hope. Right, right. But you were not, you were not in the ministry vocationally. What were you doing before, when we kind of recruited you to be campus pastor? Well, okay. How long do I have? <laughs> it's, uh, it, you mentioned that my life, there's a lot of things changing in my life, right, Darren, but, right. and, and you can relate to this too. I've heard some of your stories also, but I, I look back on the last, well, Johanna and I've been married 11 years now. And, um, I don't know of a whole lot of times when we haven't had a whole lot changing, you know, change is kind of the new normal. If it wasn't changing, I'd be concerned and probably go change something. And um, so anyway, when I graduated from college, Johanna and I got married and then uh, started working in the radio ministry, actually, at a Christian radio station. Did that for a long time. Also tried to start another business. I've alluded to some of these stories in a couple of messages I've preached. Um, but then... Uh, then we were starting to try to think about moving back to Illinois because Johanna's from Newton. We were starting to think about moving back to now, be closer to family. Now, where are you from family. originally? I grew up in Maryland, probably about an hour, hour, 15 minutes outside of Washington, D.C. Okay. So okay. Um, it's still on Interstate 70, which is hilarious. Couldn't get away from I-70. Somehow it's ubiquitous. <laughs> it's everywhere. But, uh, but yeah, right off of exit 62 in Maryland on I-70. So not much difference between Washington, D.C. and Newton. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Where, okay, how long do we have, Darren? That's so much I'm just, different. I'm just joking. Here's you, let me just several things. Quick, then. quick illustration of the difference, right? My mom comes to visit us, and when when you live in Maryland, you can shop at the same grocery store, same day of the week, same time, and you'll run into the same cashiers because they're on the same shift. But you never run into anybody else that you know. Right, right. Out at Newton, my mom went to go mail a letter. Runs into somebody from that knows us from church in the parking lot. Walks into the post office. It's my wife's cousin behind the counter taking the letter, <laughs> and she sees the name Brocious. Oh, are you related to Jonathan? And my mom's going, "All these people, holy." Where am I? That's going to freak her out. I know. It really was just, it's just eye-opening. The first time you go out and you realize, I have to plan extra time on this trip 
Oh, I get just it, for yeah. conversations with people I know. I get it. I was I moved from Atlanta, Georgia, right to Neoga. Yeah, there's a difference there too. <laughs> and I remember the first day I walked in the hardware store in Yoga, and the guy knew who I was, knew I was a new preacher, he knew my family, and he knew what dog I had. Yes, and I'll like, never forget I, going I felt into the freaked bank. out. Like, is there a camera? In I my know room? it's it's kind of weird when you're coming from the big city. I'll never forget going to the <laughs> bank, and you know, every time I'd go to, the, I'm just not good at paperwork. I am not good at keeping track of like even just this morning. I needed to go pay an insurance bill, forgot the checkbook. So then I'm driving to the bank, getting cash out, the whole nine yards. I'm with you. Anyway, so I go to the bank and I need to make a deposit. And of course, I don't know my account number because who knows their bank account number? I do. Do you? You want to yeah, give it to it us or right not, now? I actually, no, oh, I you, do oh, not, Well, I don't I, believe you then. I, I, it's memorized because I write <laughs> so many deposit slips. I'm sorry. Anyway. Okay. You actually write deposit slips still? Well, yeah, I go to the bank and ask for one. I never have any. They just give them to me when I ask for them. See, I don't even write. I just hand them the cash and hope it makes it somewhere. Oh, that's that's a great idea. I should do that. Yeah, it's so much faster. <laughs> Leave them to do all the work. Anyway, I go to the bank, and of course, I don't have a deposit slip because I'm not organized. I don't know my bank account number. So I walk up there, and everywhere else I've lived, there's been such a massive humanity that they start grilling you for identification questions. you got to know the last four of your Social Security number, your fourth right. dog's name. I mean, all this stuff to make sure it's your bank account, right? Well, this girl, I'd never talked to her in my life. And I walk up and I say, hey, I don't know my bank account number. I'm all apologetic doing this whole thing. And I say, I don't, I don't know my bank account number. Can you help me out? I got it. She's like, oh, I know. Which, which account do you want it in? <laughs> she knew my name just because yeah. she had seen me walking around somewhere around town with my wife. Small, my town, wife. It small was just, town life, man. Holy cow. But anyway, I love Newton and I love, honestly, I'd never go back to the big city. I really love the Jasper County. I love the town of Newton, Illinois. There's so many good people there. There's a, a real, I never knew what the word community meant until moving into small town Midwest USA. It's just a whole different, yes, it has negatives, but there's an awful lot of positives that go along with it. That's great. Rush hours when harvest season hits, you know, I mean, that's yeah. just a whole <laughs> when the new thing for up, us. The combines are back Yeah, up. exactly. That's awesome. And I know, I know your heart. I know a lot of people here know your heart for Newton, and that's why you're the campus pastor there. I mean, not only that, but I, I would imagine becoming campus pastor has really opened your eyes in a new way to Newton. Oh yeah, and to people there. It's uh, it's wild just to see. Yes, it's a small town. Yes, everybody knows everybody else's name and everybody else's business, but people still have the same needs. They still need to be loved. They still need to know that Jesus Christ has a plan for their lives and Jesus Christ loved them so much that he died and rose again. And they still need to know all of these things. And um, man, getting to say yes to being New Hope Newton's campus pastor was one of the scariest decisions I ever made, but it's also one of the best decisions I've ever made because I, I tell people all the time, it's like getting to sit on the front seat of a roller coaster. Yeah. Sometimes you're yeah. scared to death. White knuckled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And there's really nothing you can do about it, but you get to see everything. <laughs> you get to see all the stuff that happens. You get to see the background behind everybody's lives. You get to see some amazing stories of Jesus just moving and changing people's souls in ways that just give you the goosebumps, you know? So I absolutely love that's my job, awesome. but it's awfully hard to describe what I do on a day-to-day -day basis. My, that's okay. And I understand that. We won't even attempt. But I, <laughs> my wife and I were talking this morning about just giving up control to God. Mm. And she was she was quoting that uh, 
Parenthood movie where the grandma was talking about the roller coaster ride. Just like it reminded me when you were just talking about right. that. And my wife actually said, you know, if you want to control things, it's almost like it's like the guy in the engineer on that little train, like at zoos and stuff that just goes yeah. around in a circle. <laughs> That's about how exciting life is. But if you let if you let God control things, it's like riding riding the roller coaster. Right, right. And it's crazy. I was uh Man, God must just be messing with us both on the same sort of thing. I was reading the story the other day about Jesus falling asleep in the boat and the disciples start freaking out because there's a storm. And I always thought, and whenever I read that story, I always kind of thought that the disciples got the short end of the stick, Right. you know, right. because, okay, you're in a boat, you're about to drown and Jesus is asleep. Guess who's not holding up his end of the bargain here? You know, you're the God of the universe. You can do anything you want to, and yeah. you're sleeping while I'm dying. And a lot of times we feel the same way as we're riding this roller coaster ride. We're flying down a hill at, at a breakneck speed, and we feel like nobody's watching. We feel like nobody's there with us. They wake Jesus up, and then he, he handles the problem for them, right? Fixes the storm. Immediately everything calms down. And the part that always just kind of, honestly, Darren, it kind of frustrated me was when he said, you of little faith. Right. I'm sitting there and I'm going, well, what are they supposed to do? Yeah. All they did was wake you up and say, don't you care that we're about to die? I mean, it wasn't like they insinuated he was a bad guy. There was nothing. Like, what are they, what are they supposed to do? And then I realized if we knew who was in our boat. Right. If we understood the capacity and the capability and the power of God, the freakouts wouldn't happen. And right. so the little faith comment comes in where he's saying, you don't really understand who I am, do you? No, exactly. That's it. Yeah. You really don't understand. Yeah, God, sure. It looks like I'm asleep, but yeah. you don't understand. Cause immediately the disciples respond with who is this that even the wind and the seas obey him. They didn't understand the nature of Jesus. And so um, man, that's been kind of sticking with me the last, the last week or so, just trying to realize who's in my boat. Yes. This feels like a roller coaster. It feels completely out of control, but the God of the universe, the God that can immediately just go, I just snapped my fingers for those who can't really hear this over the podcast. Oh, we the got, God great, who can we got just, great equipment. You, you got great equipment. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand who's recording this podcast, <laughs> but you know, I, the God that can just wham, just fix right. it. He's right behind you. And he's, he's the got one the that's whole been, thing. He's been the one that's been with you on your roller coaster ride. Oh, my word. I It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Hey, so. quick question that might seem trivial, but just what do you what do you do in your free time? What do you like doing? Oh, man. Well, there's very little, precious little of that. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> between, that, four kids. Well, yeah, between ministry, four kids. I have a little side hustle going on sometimes, too. So there's a lot of stuff going on there. Side hustle? Are you like a pool shark? Yeah, pool shark. That's how you pastors make <laughs> money, actually. I wonder <laughs> I'm how one of those did. guys that uh, hooks up. I wonder why you had so much money all I the know. Time. I've just got hundreds hanging out of my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a good pool player. Yeah. Oh, my puzzles. word. I just bring my, my pool cue along with me all the time. Anywhere I go, I'm just practicing tricks with we it. We got trouble right here in River City. It starts <laughs> no, with tea and runs with pita no, for no, pool. No, I uh, I have found sanity um, with barbell training. So that's okay. what I wind up doing an awful lot of. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's um started off as me trying to be healthy, and it's quickly become therapy. I really don't know that I'd be able to handle life without it. I'm kind of, you know. Anyway, it's either take, take out your frustrations right, on the barbells. Right, right. You just you can have a horrible day, and uh, 
I'm kind of a wound, a tightly wound person as it is. And so you can walk into the squat rack and knock go. out a few sets. And 45 minutes later, you come out a totally different person. In the person. squat rack, it's real resilient as opposed it is. to other people around you that you might take it out on. <laughs> hey. Yeah, the squat rack will teach you who's boss really fast. <laughs> no, no joke. Hey, Jonathan, thanks a lot for talking. We're going to do a two-minute drill with you here in just a second. Oh, I'm excited. And we're going to have you back again sometime to talk even more. Are you ready to rumble? The two-minute drill with Jonathan Bricious. Favorite popsicle flavor? Grape. New vehicle. Any kind. Oh, man. I love sports cars, but I really feel comfortable in a truck. What kind of truck? Chevy. Spend time with anyone famous, living or dead. Wow. Wow. Man, you ask tough questions. Yes. Let's go with uh let's go with Andy Stanley. Theater food. When you go to the theater, what are you buying? Popcorn. Visit anywhere in the world. Where would you visit? Alaska. You had to name your next child after an American president. Which president? Oh man, are we allowed to get political on this show? No, it's not political. It's just a, whatever you think is a cool name. Um Andrew Jackson. Andrew Jackson Brocious. That's awesome. Favorite workout exercise? Ooh, deadlift. If you had to join the military, which branch? Marine Corps. Rather wrestle an alligator or a mountain lion? Mountain lion. Take your kids to Six Flags, the zoo, or a ball game? Six Flags. Your favorite site in Washington, D.C.? Oh, I've been to so many of them. I know you have. That's why I uh, Air and Space Museum. Your favorite book other than the Bible? I like anything by Brandon Sanderson. Okay. I don't know who that is. I'll have to look that up. What's your favorite Newton restaurant? Joe's Pizza. Well, Mexican's a close, close second, though. <laughs> Other than Jesus and your wife, who has impacted you the most? My dad and mom. Awesome. Would you rather your kids all grow up to be circus performers or stunt doubles? Stunt doubles, any day. Free association game now. I'm just going to throw out phrase after phrase. One word answer. One word answer. Comes to okay. Mind, all right. Yep. Inside your house. Food. College experience. Food. Newton. Food. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Friendly. Tyler Yoakum. Food. <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> pepperoni. Oh, that's not food. That's pepperoni. <laughs> Driving long distances with your, all your kids in the car. Loud music. <laughs> awesome. Hey, your two-minute drill's over. Thank you. You did a great job, man. <laughs> a lot of food uh, things I know, going on man. There. It takes a lot. It takes a lot to run this beast. <laughs> it, and I kind of I kind of led you that way, I guess, because there's quite a few food questions on here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Darren. This has been fun, man. Thanks, man. Parting is such sweet sorrow. But four score and seven years ago. Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. I have a dream. Jesus wept. The end. Hey, those are some pretty good quotes there. Wow. I, we're trying to elevate the educational standards of this particular podcast. Yeah, I feel like if there's been one critique we've gotten, it's that we don't say enough substantial things. Of anything <laughs> of substance whatsoever. <laughs> anything of substance. If you guys could, like, you know, do something of substance, then maybe... If, if you, you could know. do something that, like, adds value to my life, that yeah. would be great. We um, should talk about Jesus more. We really should. Yeah. He's pretty cool. He's the best. He is. He's why we're doing this at all. Actually, we're doing something right now 
that at the end of this podcast that is really Jesus like. Yes. Or at least we're we're going to uplift the things that are Jesus like. Yes. And that is give some shout outs. Oh yes. Shout definitely. outs to some people behind the scenes that are doing things in a servant like manner, you know, because they love Jesus, because they follow Jesus, and they do things just because they're the church. And I know we're not going to hit everybody because we don't see everything right. or hear everything that's going on, but let's mention a few people. That's for sure. You got a couple people I know that have really helped you this weekend. Yeah, it was cool. Just this past weekend was mother's day. Um, and so we had some photo booths both here and at our Newton locations. And so it was really cool. Yeah. And so Elizabeth Belcher, um, at Newton kind of got that all set up the, the booth and looking good for moms and their families, uh, to take photos in front of. Wow. Thanks Elizabeth. Yeah. And then Matt Nieberge helped out here and he took photos, um, of the families and got those uploaded and everything. And so shout out to them for just making, uh, that mother's day, um, opportunity really special here at New Dude Hope. still stays involved even though he's away at college. Yeah, he, he lives like an hour back. and a half away and he's still coming back on weekends. What a guy. Doing doing gigs. So yeah, it's awesome. I also want to kind of give my my own wife a shout out. Charlotte. That's going to earn some points. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> I, need some, I need all the brownie points I can right. get. <laughs> but uh, this last Sunday I had the opportunity to uh, speak on Mother's Day and one of the things I shared was something I hadn't shared ever in front of people. It was about my wife's anxiety issues and uh, depression that she's dealt with all her life and with her permission and not only that but with her encouragement and so I just want to give her a shout out because it was, I know that was tough for her that's for, awesome for me yeah. to talk about that uh, but there's been so many people that have been very encouraging to her texting her emailing her and also texting me and emailing me and I'm just really really appreciate that that means an awful lot more than you know sometimes your words of kindness go a, a long way because sometimes you know, just to be flat out honest, sometimes you don't know when you're preaching or when you're hmm. talking to somebody if it means anything. Yeah. You know, you, you hope it does, you pray it does, but you don't always get feedback. And and so I just really, 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 really appreciate that. And I know she is appreciative as well. So, but I just think that was really cool of her uh, hmm. to allow that to happen and hopefully minister to people who are going through some of the same things. Yeah. And Charlotte is like the absolute best. So, yeah, she really is. Yeah. She's awesome. So that's really cool. And if you haven't listened, or you weren't here this past weekend um, to watch or be a part of that sermon, you can access that online. At, what? Yeah, you can watch it or you can listen to it. So you should Gosh. do that. And if you've already seen it, don't you don't want to watch it again. No, you definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> but you could, yeah, I tell you what, and with Underground, with this podcast, we've been getting some really good feedback. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's, people are listening, and I'm so happy for that. Yeah, when you first pitched this whole idea to me, I was kind of confused by it. And that's mainly because it's never, I don't think it's ever been done before in the sense Who's that. Who's doing this? No one. <laughs> it's never been done before in the sense that um, there's this church community that exists that um, that is open to and wants to kind of hear and, and participate in these other kinds of things. And so podcasts are still super new. There's a lot of people that haven't ever listened to a podcast and so it's kind of this this new uncharted territory but it's really cool just the feedback and the response and just the amount of listeners and participants we've had um just be a part of new hope underground and i know your heart behind it is just to see that grow and more people that attend new hope to be a part and on this podcast and um so just yeah thank you for listening thank you for um just your feedback online and in person just to both darren and i and yeah it's giving awesome. us those five stars that's always obviously helpful. five stars on itunes but i tell you what i think is really cool is here let me, let me really ask you this if you would listener would you please help somebody who's not in podcast world yet to get there you know, 
yeah. share with them how easy it is to get onto a podcast and to share with them New Hope Underground. Yes, online, on social media. That's that would, right. That would be because great. there's nothing more soothing than the voice of Tyler Yoke. Let it be known. Oh, 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 oh,